Welcome to the Strive for Strength podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Strample. I'm an online wealth and business coach for huge visionary coaches just like you. I help coaches compartmentalize their massive ideas and turn them into a step-by-step action plan. After scaling two seven-figure companies in the coaching space, I wanna help you collapse time and give you the steps that you need in these short episodes to help you execute on your massive vision. Lead magnets have quite literally transformed my entire business and I have been using them since the day I started my business without even realizing it. And I cannot wait to share with you guys how to create a lead magnet that is high converting, that can consistently on autopilot generate you leads if you build one the right way. What's up you guys, welcome back to the podcast. I have just been in like my marketing girl era. I don't know if you guys know this, if you've seen it on my Instagram, but I am remodeling a lot of our mastermind course. You might even be listening to this after we have completely remodeled the course. And a big portion of what I'm remodeling is the marketing aspect of it, because so much of what we teach is how to build a brand and how to be able to create a marketing strategy that is timeless, that is magnetic, and that also creates more predictability in your lead generation. And one of the tools that I teach our students to use and one of the tools that I personally have used in both of my companies and quite literally set the foundation way more than I realized as I was reflecting back on this is using lead magnets. And if you don't know what a lead magnet is, I mean, if you break down the the phrase lead magnet, it is essentially something that you create that people can opt into that is magnetic and it draws leads in. So it's like a magnet for leads. And what this could look like, you might even have opted into some of ours before, or maybe other people's. It can be like a guide. It can be a quiz. It can be um, you know, a cheat sheet, something of the sort. Um, typically it's ran through email. A lot of people will run these where you opt in, you give your email address in exchange for a piece of value. And it's usually a piece of content. You know, it could be a video, like I said, a guide. Um, and, and I really started my business for fitness coaching with a lead magnet. And I didn't really realize this till I was reflecting back on, you know, the start of how I got to my first six figures in my fitness company and then how I got to seven figures in my fitness coaching company. And it's always been a really dope way for us to consistently generate leads. So I wanna share with you guys today just some things that I believe that you need in order to create a high converting lead magnet. Now, if you are a brand new coach, you can click right the frick off of this, okay? You probably don't need this right now. If you are somebody who has maybe got 20 clients on your roster, you feel really confident in your ideal client, you are you know, booking calls, generating some leads, this might be a really good opportunity for you to create some kind of lead magnet in your business. If you're just getting started and you don't quite know your ideal client, you've not really built the basics of your business with your onboarding process and your deliverables, just skip out on this one, okay? Maybe come back, save it, and you can listen to it at a later date. Now, for my coaches who feel really good about maybe integrating a lead magnet and a new strategy for generating leads, I want to share with you guys a little bit of my background story with lead magnets and then jump into some of the top tips and the step-by-step on how to create one. So I first started my business. Now, I know that I said this is not for new coaches and I started my fitness coaching business with a lead magnet, but I will say I was pretty clear on my ideal client. I already had a good bit of clients on my roster and then the lead magnet was actually the thing that like catapulted my entire business. So the lead magnet that I had was actually a free challenge and it was called Pump Up Your Peach. I don't know, some of you guys here might have like joined that challenge. I still talk to so many women who were in that challenge. We got over a thousand people in that challenge. I converted like almost a hundred people Um, from that challenge itself. And that lead magnet was something that kind of like flirted with my audience and was like, hey guys, this is a little bit of what I offer, but this is what you really need in order for you to see the full progress. And that's kind of what a lead magnet does. It essentially kind of flirts with your audience and shows them like, hey, this is like the inside of what we teach, but you also have to kind of show them the gap of the free value versus what's actually inside of your container. 
So that's pretty much where I got my start in my coaching business. And I would run free challenges every other quarter to just influx leads and then essentially use that influx to then convert people. And so this was one example of a lead magnet. Now I've created tons of lead magnets in the past six years, some that have completely freaking flopped. I mean, like literally gotten like 10 opt-ins and like no one converted and just had to like trash them. And then I've had some that have just completely made the business like take off. I mean, it can take one lead magnet that really pops off for your business to just skyrocket. And this is not like a false sense of hope. I genuinely mean it. Like people have built a single lead magnet or funnel that funnels in a ton of leads. And that actually is the thing that catapults their business to the next level. They retain clients and they really learn how to build a better framework from that one lead magnet. And so let's dive in. Let's talk a little bit about what you need in order to create a lead magnet. So the first thing is you have to really know your audience. You have to know what they're looking for. You have to know what their problems are because in this lead magnet, you're essentially creating some hype and kind of, like I said, flirting with your audience with what's in your offer. And in order for you to build a lead magnet, you're essentially giving them a solution to their problem. You're giving them part of the solution to the problem that they have. And so you have to know what your audience is looking for. So one of the best things you can do when you're going to create a lead magnet is do some market research. Ask your audience what they need and what they're struggling with. Now, you should already know what your audience needs and what they're struggling with. You should be able to ideate and create because you probably know your ideal client better than anybody else. So that should be something that you already know how to do. If you are struggling a little bit, again, go back to your ideal client, really assess what time of year is it? What kind of things are they struggling with? And really look at your client journey. Like, have you created a client journey where you take your client step by step? so that they can see results, they can see progress. You know, are you starting with stabilizing their intake, stabilizing their gut health, then you're working on a reverse diet, then you're working on stabilizing again, then you're working on a cutting phase. You know, what are the steps that you take your clients through as a health and fitness coach for them to reach that next level and for them to get the results you're looking for? Now, when you know your audience, it makes it a lot easier for you to pick the kind of lead magnet that you want to create. So the first thing is just getting a really good idea of their problem. And then what you want to do is create a lead magnet that's going to help create a solution for them. Now, I want to give you guys some examples of someone who's ran like probably at least 20 lead magnets at this point throughout the last six years in my fitness coaching business. I also have some killer ones in our business coaching business that I'll actually link for you guys down below at the end of this episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, as someone who's ran a ton of these, I've had, like I said, some that fail, some that do really well. Now, my ideal client was someone who was kind of underfed. They weren't making the progress they wanted to. They actually wanted to lose weight even though they were underfed and lose body fat. But the problem was that their body was not responsive because they were under so much stress. And so a lot of the women I worked with needed to reduce stress. They needed to increase their intake and go through a reverse or metabolic restoration in order for them to gain muscle mass and have a more sustainable fat loss journey. So that was kind of my ideal client. She was usually ages like 20 to 30 and that was like where she would sit and so when i was thinking about my ideal client i was thinking of like okay what are the things that she needs like what is the problem that she has that i'm trying to solve and you know i did like the restaurant cheat sheets i did the um you know quick grocery guides and here's what i'm gonna say about grocery guides and cheat sheets like i like them guys but like, does it really get to the root of the problem for people? Are you just creating something that someone's going to opt into and it doesn't really actually poke at their pain? And that's the important part of building a lead magnet is being able to show somebody, hey, like this is actually a problem for you and making them more problem aware. So I try to stay away from just like cheat sheets or, or grocery guides because it doesn't quite dig into the problem that they have. It's just like a free little piece of value, which is great. It's great to have for your audience sometimes, but a really strong lead magnet is gonna actually poke at the pain and show them that they have a problem. So some really cool ones that we've previously built 
were, you know, me thinking about, okay, what does my ideal client really need? Like she's struggling with her metabolism and she's struggling with fears around food and high stress, but she thinks that she needs to be doing more. So we created a few different free resources that worked really well. One was a metabolic assessment where we had women take a quiz to basically grade where their metabolism was at. And based off of the answers from the metabolic quiz, we'd send them out a metabolic guide. And that metabolic guide basically would show them how to lose body fat in a way that was sustainable. It made them aware of the habits that were preventing them from being able to lose body fat. And then we created a grocery guide and a workout guide inside of that, that basically showed them like, Hey, if you implement these workouts, if you implement these nutritional tips, this is the outcome that you're going to get. And so it basically showed them all the things that they weren't doing correctly and showed them where they were currently at and the things that they needed to do in order for them to see the progress. And so that lead magnet worked really well because we not only made them identify what their problem was, why they weren't losing body fat, we also then showed them what was possible for them and we showed them some of the how-tos. So we're kind of giving them a little bit of the integration for them to implement. And then from there, we're creating a gap on saying like, hey, these are the things you need to implement, but also you probably are going to need some accountability and some support because when someone's not aware that they have a problem and then you make them aware and you show them what they need to do, most of the time it's overwhelming for them or they still think that they don't need to do that thing, right? They still think that they need to undereat or they still think that, you know, they need to be doing the things that they're currently keeping them stuck in those habits, right? So that metabolic assessment worked really well, that free resource. Now I'm gonna dive a little deeper and give you guys some tips on building out your own. So the first thing, like I said, is know your audience. And I gave you guys that example of our audience and how I was able to help solve a problem for them. Now for your audience, what you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna want to think about what your ideal client really does need and look at the problem and look at the solution. The next thing is creating the actual deliverable itself. So when you create the solution for someone, you have a bunch of different ideas that you essentially could create. You could do some kind of guide, you could do a webinar or a masterclass. I love webinars and masterclasses because they're so easy for people to opt into. And they also are really great for giving information and making people aware of the problems they might have. Um, some other things would be like a case study of one of your clients and breaking down a case study that might be a big pain point for your ideal client. So these are all really easy things that you can do in the different types of deliverables. I've also had a lot of success with mini courses as well. I tend to be a mini course creator since I love course creation. So like a three-day nutritional course um, or a three-day, you know, course on how to increase efficiency in your training so you can lose body fat. So those are the different deliverables and you can kind of decide based off of what your audience would respond best to, right? Like, do you work with a busy woman? Is she going to actually sit down and read a three-day course or watch a three-day course? Or do you work with someone who's, you know, more laid back and they really love education, they would watch a three-day course. So these are things that you need to take into consideration when you are building the deliverable so that your audience will actually go through it. I think a lot of people forget about the demographic and the psychographics of who they work with and what they would actually be receptive to. Like I know myself, I absolutely love going through three-day mini courses. I'm not a big guide gal. Like I hate reading long, long guides. I love being able to consume and I'm also a kinesthetic learner. So if it's interactive, then I like a guide. So think of different things like that. Like what is your audience going to actually be receptive to? Okay. So you have knowing your audience, knowing what their problem is and the solution that you're going to create, you have the deliverable. Now, the next thing that you want to do is you want to create a compelling name for this deliverable for this lead magnet. This is so important. I can't express this enough. This is where I see so many people botch their lead gen magnets and their lead magnets is they will create an amazing lead magnet 
And even with our metabolic assessment, they'll call it something like fat loss guide, metabolic assessment. It's so important that you actually think about what's the cookie that your ideal client wants. Like, does my ideal client actually know they need a metabolic assessment? Why would they need a metabolic assessment? Right? So instead, maybe you create, you know, an awesome name for it where it's like, uh, metabolic quiz for fat loss. Like it's showing people, Hey, this quiz is specifically to see where your metabolism is at so that you can lose body fat, right? If you're going to create some kind of cheat sheet, if it's a, even a grocery guide, right? We came out with a really awesome grocery guide a few years ago called the busy girls grocery guide for fat loss. And you can see it's specifically for busy women who want quick meals and they want to lose body fat. So that compelling name shows people, Hey, you're not just downloading this to get a quick free grocery guide. That could be for anyone. You're speaking specifically to your demographic. It's catchy and they can see the end result that they should get out of that grocery guide. Okay. So make sure that the solution is presented within the name. That's really, really important. Now, when you know your brand really well, you can also add that branding into the name itself, whether it's like something fun or, you know, whatever. Like I had the pump up your peach challenge. Like clearly that was for glute gains. That was very like branded for when I had my fitness business. When we first started, it was very like girl gains, like girl gang, you know, bootylicious. Like it was, that was the branding. Okay. We've, we've evolved since her, but we love her. We love her. So, um, that is my biggest tip for you guys is make sure you have a really compelling name. That's really on brand. And that speaks to the solution that you offer people. Now you have this deliverable. Okay. You have the problem, the solution, you have the deliverable itself, you have the name for it. Now let's talk a little bit about the flow. So I can't recommend this enough, but if you're going to have a lead magnet, have a landing page and keep this landing page in your bio. Okay. Keep the landing page in your bio. People can opt into this year round. I also, by the way, recommend creating at least one lead magnet. That is a year round lead magnet. It's not like a winter or a summer or a spring, like make it something very on brand for what your people need. If it's like a metabolic assessment for fat loss, that can be used year round, right? If it's a pump up your peach guide, like that can be used year round. I recommend having at least one leak magnet that you could use year round so that you are consistently hooking your audience. And guess what? You can leave it in your bio for the entire year. So people could just download it whenever and you can have the follow-up, which we'll talk about here in a second to consistently convert from that lead magnet. I see way too many people use a lead magnet and just forget about it and never leverage it again. Like you put in that hard work, you might as well continue to use it year round. Okay. Like use that thing till it's dry to the bone. So have the compelling name, make sure you have the landing page. Okay. The landing page is huge. This is where people will actually opt into the lead magnet. Once they opt in, here's something I personally like to do. I like to automate the email that has the next steps for them. And it has the free resource. I like to then redirect people. Usually you can redirect people from a landing page to my free Facebook group. So if you have a free Facebook group, I recommend doing this. It's kind of like a double whammy. You get people on your email list, but you also get them in your Facebook group. Okay. Now the next part of this is when people receive this lead magnet, we have to create the gap. And this is what I mentioned to you earlier. The gap is basically showing people, Hey, this is a part of the solution, but like there's a way bigger solution and it's working with me in one of my containers, it's working with me in one of my upsells or one of my one-on-one signature offer programs. So it's important that once you get that free resource out to them, that you do have a nurture and a follow-up sequence. Now, if you have an email list and you're launching this free resource and people are getting onto your email list, you obviously have your nurture emails that you should be sending on a weekly basis or twice a week or whatever that cadence is. For the email list, for this specific lead magnet, you're going to want to have a sequence to follow up with them via email. 
this sequence should essentially future pace them into your program. So for example, from our metabolic assessment for fat loss, I had an email follow-up sequence in the first email. I was like, hey, my guess is that if you downloaded this guide and this, did this quiz, you're looking to lose body fat, but your metabolism is the thing that's holding you back. And basically you're making them more problem aware through the emails. Now, after you send them a nurture email and a pain point email, you're going to want to follow up with a client case study, and then you're going to want to follow up with a call to action into your program. It's really important to have a call to action from a free resource because you're giving people the opportunity to see the problem, see the future, and give them part of the solution, but then show them the gap and say, hey, if you really want to make progress, this is what needs to happen. And oftentimes when people opt into a free resource a few weeks later, if they haven't purchased anything from you, you can follow up and say, hey, how did you like the resource? Like, what did you get out of it? Have you made any progress? Maybe they made some progress, but they haven't made all the progress. And so that's where you can follow up with them and eventually sell them into your program, whether it's via email or whether you take it over to the DMs on Instagram or whatever platform you use and follow up with them there. So we got the flow down, right? So we have people coming into a landing page. Once they opt into the landing page, you can redirect them to your Facebook group, or you could just redirect them straight to the free resource. You're then going to want to automate the follow-up with them where you're sending out the resource to them. You're sending out the next steps to them and you're sending out a follow-up sequence that essentially leads them into a product or a service of yours or eventually into an upsell. Now, again, they're also going to be getting your targeted nurture emails every single week because they've now been added to your email list. So we have the whole, the whole package there, right? So we know that we need to create the problem. We know we need to create a solution. We need to know the problem, create the solution. We need to create the deliverable. We need to craft a compelling name, create the landing page and the rest of the flow. Now let's talk a little bit about the strategy to actually push this lead magnet and to get opt-ins because this is the part that I see so many coaches fail with, if I'm just being honest. Now lead magnet, the cool thing about it is that you can launch it and it could do okay, but it's important that you're consistently debriefing it, making sure that you're looking back at the launch and saying, where could we have done better? Can we go back and optimize the subheader and the header on the landing page? Can we look through the landing page copy and can we make it more compelling? Are we actually plugging calls to actions where people are opting into this? And if we're not, how can we go back and how can we make it better? And how can we hone in on the messaging of this free resource? Because we've spent all this time building it. You might as well go back and see how you can leverage and optimize it to the best of your ability so you can continue to use it and continue to make it a more high converting offer or high converting lead magnet. A lot of people just leave their lead magnets alone. They never revisit them. And I think that's such a massive part of being a great entrepreneur is being able to optimize things and make them better so that you can leverage them more and more. So make sure that you're taking time even on a weekly basis or a monthly basis to look at how many opt-ins you got, how many of them are converting. And if you're not getting opt-ins and they're not converting, what do you need to change in order for you to be able to get more people in the door and also convert more people? Okay, so that's really, really important. If you create a lead magnet, just Please don't do it without having that process in place. Now, the strategy to push the lead magnet, leave this bad boy in your bio on Instagram, okay? Put it as the direct CTA in your bio whenever you're pushing it. I like to go through seasons of pushing specific lead magnets. Now, the way that I like to push a lead magnet is like this. I will create and curate content leading up to the launch of that lead magnet for at least a week. So most of my content the week before is talking specifically about the pain points, client scenarios and testimonials specific to that. So for example, this last week we pushed content that converts bootcamp. It's our free three day bootcamp. You guys can actually grab this in the show notes down below. I created a bunch of content a week leading up to the public launch of this because I wanted you guys to know why you might be struggling with content. What kind of things have my clients worked through with their content to where now they're making 30 to 50 K months and showing you guys why you need to work on these things and then offering you free value to show you, Hey, look, like I have this free 
three-day training to teach you how to improve your calls to action, how to create content that actually converts and how to get more people in the door and create a more magnetic brand. And so I'm leading up to the launch of this with a bunch of content so that by the time I have the free value, people are like, oh my gosh, you've been talking about this. Now you have a solution. Like you called me out. I feel so tuned into this and they just like can't help but have to download it. So um, making sure that leading up to the launch, you are pushing content that's relevant to the lead magnet. Now, I personally like to do a lot of hard sells and soft sells when it comes to my program. Now, also with your lead magnet, you're gonna wanna do some soft sells. And what this looks like is you're hopping on your story and you're talking about the pain point. So let's say it's, you know, um, the metabolic assessment. So maybe you hop on your story and you're like, hey, if you're really struggling to lose body fat, you know, it, it's not your fault. Like it might actually be that you have been doing X, Y, and Z and your metabolism is not in a position for you to lose body fat. If you're curious to see if your metabolism is in a position to lose body fat, you're in luck. I have this awesome free quiz. If you want it, just message me the word metabolism. And when you do that, people will opt into the story. They'll message you the word metabolism and you can send them the link and they can take the quiz and then they can go from there. Right? So that's one way that I always like to push and do some soft sells for lead magnets to get opt-ins. Now, on top of that, you want to make sure that you're pushing this bad boy, like once a month, once every quarter, or just consistently trying to get people in a really awesome way to get people in too, is like, if you have a great conversation with someone in the DMS, just pull it into your DM conversation and say, Hey, like, it looks like you're struggling a little bit with losing body fat. Um, is it cool if I just send you this metabolic assessment? It will just kind of show you what you might be struggling with. And, um, it might give us a little bit more of an, of an idea of how we can support you and you send it to them, they take it. And then voila, it also supports your DM conversation because now they're more warm. They get what you do. They see how you can help them and they see that they have a problem. So this is why I love lead magnets so much because it really helps bring people to problem awareness. It also shows them that you have, you know, they're kind of flirting with your offer. Like they see parts of the solution, but they don't see the full solution. So that by the time they get in here, they're like, holy crap, I need to work with this person they clearly know what they're talking about and they have a solution to my problem. So I'm a sucker for lead magnets. We have tons. I'm actually going to leave two of them down below for you guys. I have one. I'm just going to be super transparent. Like you guys know what's up. I just made an entire fucking podcast about lead magnets. So, um, hi, welcome. Come to join me in giving you solutions to some of the problems that you might have. Um, I promise you from this, if you don't want to sign up, awesome, cool, no worries. Um, I'm super, you know, just here to give you guys the value. I put my heart and soul into the different opt-ins that we have. So I have a business blueprint, which is a five day mini course that teaches you guys the five things that you need in order to be able to master your business, master your mindset, to be able to generate more leads consistently. And then I also have the content that converts bootcamp. This teaches you how to create more magnetic content so you can create more predictability in your lead gen and call in more soulmate clients. So if you guys want to grab either of those, I'll put them in the links down below for you. I'm also going to put the metabolic assessment free resource that we have for fears to fit coaching down in the show notes as well. In case any of you guys are interested in seeing a fitness funnel, we have tons of them. We have been through hundreds of them in the past so that you guys can take a little look, see at that. So I hope you guys found this super helpful as always. Thanks for listening in. If you guys want to give this a review, I would appreciate it and I will catch you guys in the next episode.